Hi, John. How are you? How are you? Welcome, welcome. Lovely to have you here with me today. I'm here from Punta Mita. Let me introduce everybody to my dear friend, John O'Sullivan, the Irish, as they call him, a graduate from Shannon College of Hospitality Management some many, many years ago. He's been with Four Seasons for 20 years, I believe. 25, please. 25. 25. There you go, mate. A true legend and uh, one of the most colorful and creative hoteliers that I've had the pleasure of knowing. So, mate, it's great to be with you. I know you're at home. Are you okay? You're with the family? Everybody okay? Yeah, unfortunately, we had a little bit of a trauma this morning, Carla, where I had to both wash the dishes and dry them. But it's all fine now, and uh, I'm feeling really good, and I'll probably do some therapy later. But for now, I'm great. Thank you. That's tough. I actually broomed. Uh, I did some brooming the other day, which was a very... I hadn't touched a broom for a long time, mate. I thought you said grooming, personal grooming, and I, I, I do empathize with your personal hygiene problems. <laughs> John, well, good to be with you here. We're showing some photos of, of the beautiful Four Seasons in the background there, the top part of the screen. So uh, the people that are, are watching and checking into us, uh, I see we have friends from all over the place joining us today for this chat. And uh, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, what's happening at, at the Four Seasons Putamita? I was personally so moved by the, by the way you, you've treated all your staff. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, John? Yeah, you know, for us, as the fact is our most important people are our staff. That's, that's all we are, uh, people with bricks and mortar and dreams. So we've made sure that we pay all our staff until the end of May. Uh, we fully 100% and we expect to uh, open next month. We're just trying to define now when that is going to be. Uh, we do daily communications. Uh, as you know, we, uh, the golf is still totally open. We do uh, weekly videos, departmental chats. Really what it's about in this time of uncertainty is the certainty of communication with those who are essentially your family. And that's what we, we do. They are our family. And uh, so we're delighted to be in a situation of where, you know, the dream will continue once the uncertainty ceases. Definitely. I couldn't agree with you. And I congratulate uh, yourself and your team uh, for that and also for what you're doing. I see you're very active with the cooking classes, the yoga, cocktail classes. You've got a good team of creative individuals there that are communicating with the, their followers and their fans, conscious of the fact that people cannot be with us today. But we will be here when they when when they when they can. Yeah, and, and I think really what it does is it, it separates those people who see uh, people who we do business with as business as opposed to the people who we do business with are our friends. And right. like any form of friendship, friendship transcends the less great times and the great times. And I think that yesterday we did three sessions uh, of cocktail making, ceviche, and then another cocktail making. And I think we've had more than 280 of our top clients um, you know, who, and partners who have sort of attended these 30-minute uh, sessions. Unfortunately, our director of sales, Terence, I think has got sclerosis of the liver because of it. But, you know, <laughs> that's life. That's the cost yeah, of Yeah, you're, you're right. And, and, you know, it's in, in, in these, I think Winston Churchill or somebody said, it's a time of crisis when there's opportunities, you know, so where we can all get out there. I'm actually going to do a cooking class and do Agua Chile in about an hour. So... Uh, I'm, you know, sharpening the knives like I never have before. And, hey, that's what we've got to do, mate. 
You know, it, it, it's, it's so interesting you say that, Carl. I spend a huge amount of my time, as you know, just coaching and mentoring people as in, my, in life. And my question to everyone is, when we look back in years to come at the coronavirus period, do we look back in it as our legacy as being we put on 20 pounds or we were a victim? Or is this the time we actually have to look at saying, okay, we need to help other people who are less well off than us, but it is a total opportunity to reinvent the dream. We are being given a blank canvas to be able to go back and say, how can we totally reinvent ourselves? And how can we become nimble and pivot in the different business areas of life that we really need to do? So it's a sad time, uh, but out of, you know, from the ashes, a new phoenix will truly grow. And I think what Punta is doing as a brand and what you're doing and what we're all trying to do together is very much give each other solidarity, support and know that when we come out of it, you know, the sanctuary and the dream of Punta Mita will, con will continue with our warriors. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, it almost brings a tear to my eye to tell you the truth. Uh, Irish, you, you, uh, you have a way with words that... Uh, makes me want to cry, I would say. Uh, but it's so true. It's, it's, it is true. And um, that's, uh, that's, that's what this moment is, is about, no? And uh, we've got time to reflect and time to create yeah. and get ready, get ready for a new, a, new, a new way of doing business as well. Tell me what are your thoughts on, you know, I see the Four Seasons is, is it always been a front runner in, in luxury, in what do we think, what do you think that could be things that might change, you know, in our industry? It's very much a touch, a human touch, we used to say. But I think now we might be not touching as much. Um, yeah, you know, it's so interesting. So when you think of Four Seasons as a brand, you think of, of, you know, ongoing 15 minutes by the pool, you're getting a complimentary spritzer, you're getting your glasses done, whatever. It, it is a period of reinvention. And I think is I think there, it's going to be a redefining of the, uh, the interface between technology and people contact. I think you will have people who will, and it's been moving towards this, who love the idea of luxury, but just don't want to have a huge amount of of, of people interface. I think you're going to get a, and, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think you'll have an, I think you'll have an opportunity of where people will want to come and stay in properties uh, and will not have that level of contact that was there before, but by choice, I think we have to do in relation to ensuring from a PPE point of view, you know, social distancing, uh, you know, the, the whole future of buffets, how we clean rooms, how, right. how we ensure that that, 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 connect, that level of connectivity is what the guest wants while still adhering with the sort of elevated expectations that people have. In other words, what we're going to be doing is changing, but always giving the choice to the guest so they can interact as much as they like. But we have to make sure is that we protect them and we protect, us, uh, we protect our warriors. Exactly. And, you know, and that's that's going to be, I think, the challenge in our industry uh, going going coming out of this, uh, you know, and like the Mexicans themselves are such embracing people as well. It's it's we're going to have to be there's going to be a lot of coaching, a lot of training. But as you say, let the client, uh, which we've always done anyway, let the client decide and determine what level of connectivity or co interactions that there could be. Um, going on. Another yeah. question I have for you there, Irish. Um, do we expect any? Have you made 
this time that uh, the Four Seasons Punta Mita has been closed, obviously, to, for business. You've done any, any new any works and stuff? Yeah. I know a lot of hotels have done, a, done that, made the most of the time to... Uh, you know, we, what do you we got are, happening? We're, we are blessed with phenomenal, visionary, long-term uh, holding owners. And one of the projects that we had that I've been a chicken to do for the last eight years, and that is redo the entire pool area so we are oh, wow. redoing the whole pool because it takes two months to do uh and so we started that about uh four weeks ago and will be finished by the end of may we've accelerated the completion of all the uh rooms within the resort so it's totally brand new so essentially you have almost like a brand new resort doing lots of maintenance uh lots of all the stuff that everyone else does and just really trying to push forward so when people come there they've got new Dos Katrinas, new container, new rooms, uh, and working on amazing projects literally over the next five years. So we have a whole five-year program for all the things we're going to do. And, you know, on top of that, which, you know, I spoke with you about, we're in the advanced stages of creating a new resort uh, at Las Solanas, which is a piece of land just behind uh, the, the image behind you, 48 acres, and we're going to do our own interpretation, essentially, of a tented camp. So it's almost combining a tented camp of Chiang Rai in Thailand with an Amman resort in Asia, making it totally eco-friendly, making it totally environmentally sustainable, and very, very much in the spirit of Four Seasons, but in a new footprint of that. Profoundly excited, and we'll be opening that next year. Well, that, that, that's... Uh... That's fantastic news, and uh, and thank you for sharing that here. We're sharing it with all our Punta Mita fans and our Four Seasons Punta Mita fans, who I'm sure will be thrilled to hear what you've just said. And I think it's uh, making the most of what has been a downtime. Obviously, you've been able to give people work, uh, construction business people, essential, totally. you know, and that's that's what Punta Mita's been doing uh, because in Mexico they have been permitted to work and labor so it's helping the economy as well uh here locally i'm sure you're aware of a uh initiative we've done here in town we're giving out the food baskets every week and this today i believe the team uh we're in the process probably about 800 family food baskets today john so that's a great 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 initiative and uh it's the work of everybody uh so that's fantastic news. New pool, everything renovated. So yeah. when you do open up mid-June, when you actually put a date on that, I think it's great. Uh, the world will be happy uh, that Punta Mita is, 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 will have a nice refreshed look as well. Yeah, but that's, the, you know, to your point, Carl, is that, you know, after almost nine years in Punta Mita, you know, and I know, I, I know I'm biased, forgive me in advance, but, the, the, you know, the people who are there, the the villa owners, people who are part of the, of the Punta Mita community, they transcend all the good times and the less good times. And I think the commitment uh, and the visionary commitment of, of, of Dine and the other brands that are associated with it is that we will weather whatever happens and we will come stronger. And I even think is, and, and, and also, you know, this is not a mutual admiration society, but I do love you. Um, what you do, no, what you do, and, and you know, what Alfredo and the rest of the DNA team are doing with all the different brands, the St. Regis, you know, Four Seasons, to, to be able to work together, not in competitive, competitiveness with each other, but with a like-minded dream of positioning Punta Mita as the number one 
luxury destination within Mexico and continuing to be one of the top uh, within the world. And, you know, that's a journey. It's not a destination. And like in any relationship, there are ups and downs. The secret is you stick through all of them and you work together. And so, you know, when people say to me, what are you nostalgic about? I'm nostalgic for the future. I'm nostalgic for how great we are going to come out of this. And we have the opportunity and the ability to reinvent with relevance and while still harnessing the most important thing that we have, Mexican warriors. And without them, you know, this is, we're bricks and mortar. You know, it's the same architects, it's the same interior designers doing stuff all over the world. What separates us in Punta Mita and in Mexico are the fact is that, you know, the like-minded spirit of, of, all our, of all our Mexican families. And, you know, you talk about uh, supporting, we, we are doing very similar things for our families of Punta Mita and in their local communities for less well-off people. And it's that drive to be able to support and help those less fortunate than us. That is our, that's what we should be doing. I couldn't agree with you more, Irish. You, you hit it on, hit it on the button, mate. Uh, there. Uh, tell me, you're a nomad. You've been all over the world. Uh, you've lived in probably as many countries or more than I have, because I'm a little bit younger than you are, obviously. Of course you are. Um, <laughs> what's, what, what's it? What? It looks like you're settling down in Mexico. You've been here for eight years. Uh, what's yeah. the story, mate? Tell tell us more. The, the problem is the fact is you know. Mexicans are just Irish people with a better suntan. <laughs> and, and I swear to God, and I've been to 97 countries, I've lived in seven, I've lived all over the world. I've never felt, like, look at these warriors. I've never felt more uh, at home, more relevant, more wanted. And at times, Carl, I know this will come as a major surprise, occasionally a little bit more hungover uh, than, I've, <laughs> than I've been in, you know, anywhere else. It's the... It's the people, it's the culture, and it's a huge amount of, honestly, you know, and I, I won't bore people, but a huge amount of similarities between the Mexican culture uh, and the Irish culture from a family point of view, uh, from a support, uh, work hard, play hard, you know, uh, always looking for the fun in things. Uh, and I have never worked, and I've been a general manager now for 33 years yeah. all over the world. I've never worked with people who want to do and want to be part of a dream. And when you convince them that, you're, that it's for real and you're for real, then they just want to be in a situation of where they want to be part of that dream. And, you know, uh, you made a comment earlier, which is, is really something that I'm going to have to work on, is I'm, I'm a hugger, uh, as are all the Mexicans. So we're just going to have to, you know, figure, maybe we develop a mask hug or something. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't but... know. We'll come up with something. I know you will, and if not, I I will as well. But uh, it's it, it's true, and uh, yeah, you certainly are one of the most colourful hoteliers that I've had the pleasure of knowing. And uh, it, and you're right what you mentioned there, John. This is a unique destination. We have the the privilege to have world leading, world class brands, a world class developer in Dine who can take any storm that comes along. Uh, in the right spirit and uh, and always positive and they'll this is a very privileged destination that I'm sure thanks to the players that are involved will be ready and waiting and embracing in one way or the other the people when they when they 
can get out of, uh, can travel again, and the frontiers open. Um, and in the meantime, what we can do is communicate, be with each other. I totally. feel like I'm with you at the moment, uh, although I can't touch you or hug you. This That's is technology. Yeah, for legal reasons, Carl, as well, as we know. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is today. And so I think our, the, our industry will, will, will lead to embrace technology and how that we're going to use that in one way Absolutely. or another. Even to be in a, a luxurious, paradisic environment like Punta Mita, no? So um, I'm sure we'll, uh, the world will be a different one and, uh, and we'll we be will. there to, to embrace it. Absolutely. I've got some of my people actually also doing a spell check for the word paradisic. But I'd like to say that, this, <laughs> that on this day, and this it day, this, it's beautiful, man. And this day is a really special day as well, because for those of you who may not know, one of the leading uh, warriors of uh, Punta Mita, Jerry Corcoran, is 65 years young today. Wow, Happy Jerry. Birthday, Jerry. Up in Chicago there. Great. Great yep. guy, good good fan, a better golfer than you are, I believe, and well, um, not hard. Um, but but, um... <laughs> but but on that, Carl, I've also sent that website that you, and that app that you were talking about. You know, counting by numbers in golf, and it's beautiful because it it's a very logical sequence and it doesn't skip them. And I think that if you were to apply that to your golf game, it would be really <laughs> special. Tell me, John, uh, talking about golf, uh, one of our passions, a favorite golf course outside of Punta Mita. Give me one or two. I would say Spyglass uh, in the Monterey Peninsula. I, I would have to say I'm a life member in uh, Le Hinch on the west coast of Ireland. Nice. Up on the whole west coast of Ireland, I, I grew up in Sligo. And there's uh, three golf courses there, Ross's Point, Innescrone, and Strand Hill, that a lot of people won't know that are over 100 years old. But when people go up the Atlantic Way uh, and sort of go away from just the southwest, they just, they're some of the most amazing in the world. But Spyglass, to me, again, has just got that level. And I love all the really you know, special, iconic courses. But there's something latently spiritual uh, with the golf gods uh, in Spyglass. Fantastic. Tell me, apart from a poet, you're also an artist. What, what, what have you been doing? Any painting during the this time of the this uh, COVID nineteen break, mate? Yeah, I have been doing a little bit, uh, but writing quite a bit, to be honest, and just trying to get the the voices in the head out of the head and onto and onto uh, paper. Uh, and just you know, it's it's so interesting. Uh, because of so many, uh, like you and, and myself and a lot of people who are watching, you know, the, the, the canvas of life is the joy of being able to travel. And what I've done, and I don't know, and lots of other people said they've done the same, quite often, because I live on the ocean here in uh, Marina Vallarta, at nighttime, I just, I just drill into the memories of the places I've been to. And the danger, nice. the danger in, in our fast-paced life normally is, we're collector of memories rather than the living of memories. And I've been, I've been living an awful lot of, I would call sunset memories of where I think of all, right. literally all over the world. And then you think of someone who you haven't spoken to in so long, then you contact them and within two minutes they're, they're there. Uh, and it's just that joy of, 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 of the simplicity. You know, it, it's almost like the timelessness of memories. 
and the way that they are, they are truly the currency ex of exchange that we have in times like this. We dine out on them. And I think also we think about what's going to be the runway for the future. Where's the right. first place, you know, we're, we're, we're going to go to. And I think that, uh, to your point earlier, I think a lot of people feel an awful lot of confidence in Mexico. And whether it is they go to Cabo, whether it is they go to Riviera Maya or Riviera Nayarit, preferably, uh, they, you know, it's that joy of being able to see the smell, the sounds, the ability, the sight of just all those sensorial overlays that just make our life just such a rich tapestry of memories and future hope. Yeah, it's uh, very, very well put yet again, my dear friend. Uh, uh, I could I could just sit here and listen to you all day, and uh, and I think you I think you make so many valid points, and uh, a lot of the the uh, the people that have been tuning in and out of us, hopefully all tuning in and staying in, uh, <laughs> would <laughs> have made some really nice comments there. I saw some of our luxury travel agents have popped in, and they were impressed by that the news you break in news of the the luxury tents up there on the on the side of the hill near the Four Seasons, the pool. Um, these are all, all, you know, amazing, good, great news for, for everybody to hear today. But I think the most important news is what you've just well put there. It's just a time for reflection, a time for readiness, a time to pivot as we move forward. Pivot. Like pivot. Uh, pivot, that's you just move like that's a, 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 a nippy fly half that you might have been. When, when you were playing rugby so many years ago and you had this Australian back rower coming in to tackle you, I could, be, I could see the Irishman pivoting off, off the sidestep of his left foot and get and miss, you know, let the Aussie dive into nowhere. So, uh, I, listen, but speaking of that, I still owe you 50 bucks for the... Uh, oh, you do, uh, by the way, and that game I never do. took place. Who would have thought that, John O'Sullivan, when we were having brunch at Dos Catrinas a few months ago yep. and we had a bet on a, on a game and uh, we would never have thought this was all going to happen. But, hey, what we can do is look back, mate, and uh, we're now over 20-odd minutes and I think that was the time we set, set for this uh, checking in with John O'Sullivan. So I'd like to thank you, John. Give my love thank to the family, all the Four Seasons employees. We, we love and uh, and be good, be safe, stay at home. And when this all happens, we'll be out here with a bang. I promise you, mate. Absolutely. And, and just to everyone, the best, honestly, the best is yet to come because we have the opportunity to be the co-architects of that with fate. And it's a positive fate and it's a new one. And I think that we, uh, I'm ex honestly, I'm excited on behalf of everyone. Um, and I think, you know, that... Um, I can't wait to just be able to be out there and be with people and be able to continue to share the dream. Because remember, dreaming is a journey. It's not a destination, Carl. Got you, brother. Take care. God bless Take you. Care. With love. God bless Take you. Care,